space. The final frontier. Hey. Is, is space the final frontier? I actually space, believe space, that space, that, space, phrase, space, that phrase kind of sells the whole concept short. Yeah, because it's like... Jason Statham <laughs> is the best <laughs> Right into it. Like, we, it's like... <laughs> It's been it's been literally twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Back to the point I was making. When you say that space <laughs> itself is the final frontier, like you can't call it the final frontier. No. Getting to space is like step one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more also like I just feel like there's other things. Okay, there's a, there's an interesting. Uh, have any of you guys read uh, Superman Red Sun? I know Dan has, but have you have you Ricardo? Yes. Okay, so you know the ending of Superman Red Sun where, like, they go through Lex Luthor's, like, ancestors? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, they are basically, they do crazy science shit, and one of them is, like, a time traveler. One of them ends up, like, a necronaut, which is, I guess, someone who... Fucks the uh, dead. (laughs) In space! (laughs) (laughs) It's a very, very difficult and specific fetish to, to satisfy. You have to throw the dead guy into space... Then go to space. Yeah. Then you fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but 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 it, but it implies that there's like a like the the afterlife. There, you know, whatever. And Is it's this like Among Us fan fiction. <laughs> well, it's just I, I just feel like. There is the final frontier must be something we don't even know about yet. So it's like, yeah, it's presumptuous to assume we'll ever find a final frontier. I know what the final frontier is. All right, go for it. The final frontier. And once you hear my theory, you're going to back me up on this. Okay. Is uh, we have to go beyond toilet paper. Well, how are we still stuck with toilet paper? The final frontier is what we don't know is coming (laughs) towards us. The three seashells. I don't know. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, you just invited every bidet user to come at you. <laughs> I know, but here's the thing is there's gotta be something better. User. Something better than the bidet that we well, don't know about. Did you ever see now that this, diagram that explains behind. how the three seashells work? Yeah, but I think we've talked about this in in, in earlier episodes. There's gotta be something that just vaporizes your poop from the inside. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like my the dream. That's the final frontier. Is it just it just it just transports away, right? Yeah. From inside your body. But bowels. not by Jason Statham. He's no, safe no, no, at no, home. No, 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 no. no. Oh my he would, god. He would, he, would, never... he would fist your ass to pull it out. Yeah, and that's yeah. not something you want. Oh fuck no. you, Mike. Oh. Um <laughs> literally. I just I yeah. just want a completely efficient um physical form that uses everything it you know it <laughs> There's no waste. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, like waste. every all matter is per- perfectly tr- uh, converted to energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah broken oh, down to its subatomic particles and repurposed correctly. Oh yeah. man, there's no, that's, there's that's no that's a real dream. There's no waste at all. It's all just perfect. Well, you know that that whole like energy being future where you know we're all <laughs> in the computers. Yeah, yeah. dude. Welcome all to newbie you. Star Trek, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to newbie Star Trek, which is. Uh, I funny, funnily enough, I found out this morning that 119th uh, rated TV reviews podcast in Canada. So, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Suck bro. It was so is there, is there was such is such there a, a Canadian, random? Is there a Canadian type of? <laughs> is there a Canadian that we know of, like that his ancestors come from Canada? Character in Star Trek. Because um, Picard can can you can you can trace him back to like well he's got French background and maybe he's just Quebecois. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. He's maybe a, that's that's why whole... that's why his accent's so fucked up. Because he's... no, but but he he's proud of being French, though. Yeah, and he and he literally and lives in, in French, French vineyards, and vice like versa. When, yeah, his family literally owns vineyards in France and shit. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and when he saw his mom when he was hallucinating that one time, she didn't have any poutine on her. <laughs> that's true. on her. Yeah, like, <laughs> as all Canada, do. What's up? Uh, I'm so I'm, I'm sad we don't know what the 120th is because I wanted to tell them to suck it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a, it's such a, it was such a funny random fact I got in an email <laughs> this morning. I was like, okay, it's yeah, it's hilarious that they sent you an email about it. It's like, hey, congrats, buddy. Like, hey, you guys were were 120th, but now <laughs> you guys are rising up. Uh, well, I mean, if, if you guys have been listening and been enjoying the podcast, feel free to give us a review at Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. I think those are the two places where reviews yeah, are really and many but, thanks to uh, you know, a couple of fairly recent reviews that are yes, very thank you. nice, very nice reviews. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you it, it also helps us like know if we're on the right track or not with what we're doing. Do uh, you think are you do you think I would fucking change if we were on the wrong track? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that would change i would uh, just get higher it's true <laughs> this, this ricardo guy. knob is infinite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't go up to 11 uh, it just goes up to it, statham see i think of it as a statham lever like the like the the walker texas ranger lever from, uh, that might be a little better yeah from uh uh from, you know um, you mean the jason statham uh, you, uh multiverse <laughs> yeah it just brings in different versions yeah yeah of the statham you know they, they're transported in yeah if you if you if you get my drift oh we get it <laughs> oh yeah, we get it all right uh th- this episode was coming of age uh i remember this as a wesley crusher episode so that's the i think that's why last week um i had a pretty negative opinion of it and then i watched it and again it's an episode i didn't remember very well and it's pretty good um, yeah i liked it yeah, this is pretty good. Um, it has a weird B plot, um, but <laughs> it's but a B plot that actually has some payoff, though. Y- yes, it's a, it's a, the setup is strange. This is a weird st- setup for it, but it's, it's interesting, nevertheless. Um, anyway, uh, coming of age, uh, first aired in March fourteenth of nineteen eighty eight, and Dan, Pi if you could, oh, Pi, it's true, it's Pi Day, Dan, if you could. Give us a slice of what happened that day. Oh, my mind. Anyway. (laughs) Picard. That's Picard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we must have slingshot around a star or something because we've time traveled. Because what took one week in our time took three weeks in 1988 time. You'll notice that the... This episode aired three weeks after the previous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a brief break in new premieres at the time. Uh, but by this time on Pi Day 1988, you can pour one out for the end of Good Morning Vietnam's nine weekend streak at the top of the box office. Damn. Nine damn weekends. No movie does that no more. Except like, actually, no. Like, yeah. like, like Avengers was there for yeah. months. Okay, yeah, you know what? You're Av- totally right. Avatar, <laughs> Avatar. Avatar Whoa. was literally like a year, yeah. right? Oh, but yeah. How, how old is Avatar now? In in, in Navi or Earth? Yes. <laughs> ah. uh, yeah, I'm, it's so weird that it's that not old is enough. Grab people, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Endgame, you know, like uh, Infinity War and Endgame, you know, those those destroyed. So 
I almost want to call those outliers be just because of how big those particular releases were. I guess but sleeper releases being that popular are very rare. Because G- Good Morning Vietnam, no one actually expected. Yeah, it that to wasn't like a ten-year culmination yeah. of like you know intertwined yeah. movies. You know, yeah, it wasn't event-driven. It was a surprise because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The and only it was a sensation. The- and the only mo- reason the movie was even made was because Robin Williams himself pushed for it, even though he had lost a lot of slack because of that fucking Popeye movie. So. Right, right. But we've gone over that. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Going on, RC Pro-Am, the third Nintendo game developed by Rare, where you direct a remote mm-hmm. control car and isometric view to race around track and tackle the cars with bombs and stuff, released on the system to some critical acclaim, some of which was directed at the music of Mr. David Wise, mm-hmm. famous Rare composer. Play, listen, he, he did amazing shit like this. Listen to that. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Goddamn, dude. Anyway, and this would also be one of the first, one of two weeks where Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up was the top of the Billboard's Top 100. Oh, excellent. So we are in prime Never Gonna Give You Up territory here. <laughs> Guys. This is the the Astley multiverse. Yeah, this <laughs> this is Astley's time. Yeah, it's funny because it's like it's people view it as a joke song, but people legitimately love that song. Back it's now. a great, it's a good song. I actually, I actually like this. I there's songs that people find like ironically fun that I kind of enjoy just in general, like like All Star. Yeah, you know, like I I enjoy All Star. I I enjoy good good montage at the end of a movie almost every song that became a meme was originally pretty catchy anyway (laughs) yeah just saying anyway that's the end of my history excellent well Hmm. Well, i I need to have a concluding noise or something okay but i'm bump (laughs) i'll just uh have the have the laser suck back in goes oh that'll that'll be what it is but ah anyway Coming of age, uh, we we watched a Wesley centric episode, and uh, Ricardo, yes. if you could, I'm here. Step step through the the plot for us and let us know what you think about the show, about yeah. the episode. So I was prepared to hate this episode because you you prepped <laughs> me and you said I did this accidentally before too. I've yeah. done this at least twice. Well, it's good. I think it's good because I. I go. I want to go into these when I watch them with like a blank slate. I also try not to rewind at all. Mm-hmm, I try to mm-hmm. watch the episode as someone would in that year, which is like, oh, you just you just watch. So, it. There's no there's commercials, and you just watch it. And there's no TiVo. There's no you just watch it all the way through. Right, right. And the mm-hmm. only time I'll review it again is when we're, while we're doing this episode, mm-hmm. I'll have it playing in the background just mm-hmm. as a refresher. Right. But I'm not allowed to re, like rewind it. That's my those are my weird rules. Oh. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too high to, <laughs> to, to figure out how to rewind it. <laughs> the the listeners will know <laughs> yeah. when you rewound, and they'll be like, "What the fuck? Yeah, what a yeah. fraud!" Yeah, this fucking wow, it's way too much detail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bitches. His his his, his, his knowledge yeah. of the yeah. the show is too is yeah. too accurate. He, he he didn't call anybody but anybody an electrolyte this this episode. <laughs> yeah, he used all of their real names. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um so Oh man, this episode's names are really difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the episode starts off and you um we're immediately I was I was like, Oh fuck, here we go. Fucking Wesley dude. Mm-hmm. And Wesley's chasing this dude, uh Jake Paul. Yeah and, yeah, and Jake Paul, I don't know. That's who he reminds me of. That bitch ass fool from YouTube 
Jake Paul. Oh, um, man. So Wait, isn't that Logan Paul? Paul? Logan Paul. The, there's, Logan. there's two of them. I can't tell them apart. They, they both look like I think fools. they're brothers, right? Yeah. Or something oh, okay. Like that. Then never yeah, mind. Yeah. Or the same person. I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. So, <laughs> mm. um, so bitch-ass Jake Paul. He's like, hey, Wesley. He's sad. He's got a mullet. He's like, yeah. oh, god damn. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and and Wesley, it's weird because in this episode he looks a little more. He looks a bit grown up. I think he did grow up a little bit, right? Uh, I mean, he like a, he is he is like you know still young. Like he yeah. would have still been growing as the show was going on. It's an interesting opening too. Like I, it feels like you were it, you started in the middle of an episode because yes. it just cuts straight yeah. to a close up. And and, and I like, think this 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 episode had interesting camera work. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that Wesley looked a little different. I don't know if he like had a growth spurt or like they cut his I hair think differently. He actually, had a slightly different haircut. That's it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, It's like you'll you'll actually notice it throughout this, even like the first season. Like every every once in a while, different actors will have slightly different just haircuts. Like you notice with Jordy sometimes, like his hair is slightly different because it's like they just TV. (laughs) Yeah, they just Um, they just gotta keep going. And so, so uh, old. Wesley Crusher, he's getting called by by the, the intercom, and Jake Paul's very upset. He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck," and he's like, hey, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jake." Uh, and it <laughs> looks like he beat him out on some sort of test. Like we in the beginning of the episode, we don't know yet. We're like, "What's going on?" And mm-hmm. he he seems a little bummed out because he didn't pass his test. And I guess the test was to get sent to take a take another test. It was a test for a test. There's a lot of yeah. tests in this goddamn episode, and it's it's. We'll get into it, but does just the way these series of tests lead into like enrolling in Starfleet Academy is yeah. so yeah, fucking weird. It's yeah. almost, isn't it almost like like uh, Arrested Development? And that's why you don't <laughs> teach lessons. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's like it's 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 like a immoral experiment it's like the stanford prison experiment you know a little bit like like, uh, well that's what it all culminates in but just the general structure of this is kind of crazy it's like you test to test to test and then once you get your finalists they only select one even though they keep telling every single finalist any one of you would be a great cadet and it's like how does starfleet gain like any ranks of people because like how can you be this picky yeah. And also, it's like the the things are testing them on. It's like genius level science stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you see some people who are officers, and you're like, he, he wouldn't know that exactly. Yeah. Like, Wesley barely knew that. Why would you know that? Yeah. And yeah. Wesley's supposed to be a genius, so yeah, what, they make this understand. big show of like every candidate was like, oh my god, you're the one who invented the the U maneuver or the you yeah. Know, it's yeah. like Jesus. Like fucking Worf is an officer from Starfleet Academy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Worf isn't gonna be like, oh yes, I know exactly how to do this positronic bullshit. It's like Worf is a big, like tough guy. That's yeah. that's his job. Like they gave he, him the the Donkey Kong test. He had to like break barrels. <laughs> oh man, no, you no, don't no. know how right you are. You don't, you don't know how <laughs> accurate you are. Worf, oh man, Worf has some history with barrels. <laughs> oh you. Oh man, I can't. Now I can't wait to get to that episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'd say that Worf and other like you know b- uh, big big burly guys like him, they like get in through like the athlete scholarship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, or maybe because he was like we like because he's I think he's like one of the first Klingons to ever go through Starfleet Academy. Yeah, I think they make a big deal of that. Like, yeah. So maybe they were like, ah, he did 
fine enough for because Klingons are like mostly stupid, like like because they're a warrior race. Like they don't really like care about science, and the and the Klingons that do care about science are like ostracized from society. They kill them. So, Wait, does that mean like, that they steal all their tech? Is that no? Is that it, it's not well explained. Like like damn it, they, they have warp <laughs> technology somehow, right? Yeah, but they, they can transport. But they hate they can science. Do all that. And they're war, they're they're warriors, but they like to the so party. Is mm. it, they're like they're like a race that doesn't make any sense. So maybe they were just like, ah, he's he's smart enough for a Klingon. Let's bring him on. One more thing about this testing stuff, or, or this like cadet yeah. uh, fielding process. When a when a Vulcan sees uh, Wesley, she's all, "You don't look like you meet the age requirements." But it's like everyone is of a different species with different rates yeah of, with, that's of, true like maturation so it's like why yeah, would old, you old fucking mordok looks like he's fucking like in his 40s dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i thought you that's why wesley was like aren't you aren't you already it's early he's like yeah. no i'm pretty stupid no no i put it off for four decades yeah. i spent two <laughs> decades coming up with the mordok strategy <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, hilarious mordok. how it's like you, the Mordok, the Mordok who created the Mordok strategy, and yeah. it's like, and then, and then, what is the yes, Mordok strategy? That. You that, tell yeah, us. I got what, it. Yeah. what is it? First, you gotta uh, be Mordok. Well, what, what you Second, don't know you is strategize. that 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 Mordok thing. It's a sex maneuver. I knew you were gonna say. God damn it, Ricardo. <laughs> Did you notice none of the adults knew what he was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> only like, it's like Gene oh, Jamming. It's like only it's the like, kids know, right? Yeah, it's the kids it's are like, like second base. It's like yeah, second base. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's, how like to, it, it, it's really how to get like a lady's bra off. It's like, two, it's like, it's like two and a half base. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they, yeah. he created an extra base in between. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're just helps. making me imagine Wesley like, <laughs> you're the Mordok. Who created the Mordok strategy on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> or know your meme? It's like it, it, it's like the, the maneuver is how to get like a, a a young woman's bra off with her with her uniform on. Do you know what I mean in like, one like, smooth motion? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 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 and he has to do it while he has that fucking like asthma inhaler in front of him at all times. Right? Yeah, so yeah. that's, that's why got, it's so impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you got like a toothbrush in your way, like you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta improvise oh um, boy we're so, off we ran off the rails no nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this is where we live starfleet uh, academy so so wesley's g- is gonna get dropped off at this at this testing site mm-hmm. uh and then this old and then the b plot starts as well but first of all uh picard uh riker and his mom uh dr beverly crusher are off to see him uh, in the mm-hmm. transporter room, um, off to the side, which you can't see in the in this episode, is, is Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's punching <laughs> the number. He's like, "Oh, I'll send this boy down to test." Uh, and and um, he se- he sends him down, and he and at the same time, because I'm like, "Oh, that's a big send off." Like like Picard's there too, but you realize that not only is Wesley going to get dropped off, but this fucking admiral's another old white dude. Uh, he's going to join. He's going to he's going to come on board with his other white dude. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know their names. So I'm going to call him Admiral old dude. And, mm-hmm. um, the, his sidekick, they're all Richards. You can't um, tell them apart. It's uh, yeah. Admiral Quinn and yeah. uh, Dexter Remick. Okay. So you have Remick. Dexter is like, he's, he's like a mousy little, like 
investigator. Fucking asshole. Yeah. And <laughs> like, Admiral, they try to Admiral, paint him as like a young guy, but he looks way too old to be a young yeah. guy. Who's, yeah. who's Admiral Akbar? What's his name? Uh, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn. 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 Anthony Quinn. So Anthony Quinn's in this fucking movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and he's like, hey, and and Anthony Quinn and Luke Picard, they're old friends. Mm-hmm. Uh and like Picard it's funny for being old friends like they're not really like dude what's up anthony it's been so fucking long and like a <laughs> like an embrace it's it's just like hey, hey what's up and yeah. and dexter immediately looks like a fucking fool dude and he, <laughs> he he's a real tight ass dude he looks like he looks like a he like a the definition of a tool yeah. yeah, like someone who's like a yeah. toady who's just following his yeah. superior officer to like, oh yes, sir, I'll yeah. suck your dick if you ask me to. Like, type <laughs> <of thing. laughs> even like, if you don't, <laughs> even if you don't, I'm ready to suck yeah. your dick at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so Dexter is like, hey, I, I'm not doing any killing, but I'm doing some investigating. <laughs> and the admiral's like, oh, I'm going to stay on board until this investigation's through. And and like. Picard's like, what the fuck's going on? What investigation? And and I hate this fucking thing where they're like, we can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, how long is it going to take? We can't tell you that either. We can't tell oh, you. Yeah, well, what are you investigating? You, we can't tell. You. Well, how can I help you investigate? You piece of shit. If I don't know what you're investigating, <laughs> it's really uh, that's this is really really frustrating yeah. part of the of just the cooperate, old he's friend. Also, he's yeah. also like he's an admiral, so instantly you're like, okay, yeah. There's never been villain. an admiral that brought good news. No, yeah, so no. probably villain. And then at that point, Picard should like contact Starfleet and be like, is he really allowed to do this? Like, what's going? <laughs> like, yeah could just take his word for it i know like, and, and he, <laughs> he, there's no like hey here's the here's the paperwork for you know for this investigation there's no it feels like there's no paper trail like no no or, it's or like, it's, like it's being it's being done really really hush hush and yeah like, yeah i don't like that yeah uh so their admiral's like hey you're you're, you're gonna be investigated and he's like for what don't know can't tell you and we'll discuss this when it's over and so old fucking dexter gets gets going and i don't like him already and so we go back to the A storyline, and Wesley arrives in this red planet. I don't know what it's called, Red Three or something. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna call uh, it Red Velara. Sure, Seven. Something. Sure. It's Rel- Relva. Oh, Relva. Relva. Yeah. Relva Seven. So, like, I I guess it's very nice of Picard to take the Enterprise all the way over to Relva Seven just to make sure that Wesley can take his test. Yeah. Nice well, it makes sense. He wants to get rid of him. <laughs> well, like ostensibly, shouldn't there be many academies or places in which they could test? Like, yeah. All over the place. I don't, I don't know. So and why isn't any of those on earth? So, well, there's, there's a lot of things they don't want to do. Like most <laughs> things they actually just don't like, like, uh, the, um, what's it called? The, 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 the shipyards where they make all the starships for mm-hmm. Starfleet. It's, it's actually in Ohio. <laughs> oh. It's an, it's an orbit around Mars. So like they, they actually like separate everything out quite a bit for some reason. It's just okay. Weird. That's weird. Um, so anyway, so this, uh, this, the old Wesley, he's, he's at this testing center and this young woman comes in mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know her name, her name. What is, what is her name? Oleana. Uh, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> close enough. And uh, she's like, she's like, hey, uh, you must be Wesley. Like she knows him. Yeah, right. My name is my name is Oli. And and she's the other finalist. She, and she's another humanoid. And she knows him. And he's he's immediately he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like you could tell. <laughs> he's like, you know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And he's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I heard you're a very smart young man. Um, yeah. And he's in love, dude. This guy would cheat for her. This guy would, would <laughs> slip her the answers immediately. I'm like, my first thought oh, was cheap. like, she's going to take advantage of him. Uh, and he, cause he's such a fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to, or like, she's going to be one of the tests, you know, that's what I thought. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, and then, uh, you see another person come in and this other person is a, is a, uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Vulcan yes. A Vulcan yeah. lady. It, is it the first Vulcan character we see on the show? Or? Uh, maybe not, but. Uh, perhaps the first one to speak more than one line. It's the first one I noticed. So yeah, I was just like, true. oh, it's a Vulcan net finally. Also, just a, before when when Oleana, like uh, she goes, oh, I knew about you, Wesley. I heard you're a very smart, very young man. If you look at the scene, she like glances down. So it's yeah. either it's either at his hands because his hands are baby soft because he's yeah. still a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's at his dick. We don't uh, know. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's, he's going to try the uh, the Heimerich maneuver or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> we don't know how old uh, Oleana is, but yeah. But Wesley's yeah. only 15. So. Um, True. And it's, it's funny that like all these people like so all these people that are taking the test. Wesley Crusher excluded. They all are in the business in different aspects of the business, meaning the, the entertainment industry. So, um, Oleana, she is a visual effects um, supervisor, and she's <laughs> like, so she works on Team America, Pleasantville. Mm. Like, she's she's pretty successful. Oh, like 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 in modern times, currently, she worked currently, on, she worked on. Oh, she went to work yeah. on other things. Yeah, okay, she went on. She 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 left acting and she went on to work as a visual effects. Oh, that's really artist. interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were just profiling the characters and casting no, them. No, as no, like, no, 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 no. It'd be great if they all went out to work in like Star no, no, Trek no. universe's entertainment industry. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and then the Vulcan, the Vulcan lady is the um, the voice of Poison Ivy in the Batman games. Batman oh, games, okay. Yeah, the like Batman Asylum, Batman. Uh, uh, do you know Knight. the name? Um, her name is Tasia Valenza. Uh, it's vaguely familiar. Okay, I never placed a face to that. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. And then, uh, th- lastly, they're joined by, uh, uh, was it? M- Mordok. That's Mordok. the name I remember. Yes, Mordok. <laughs> Mordok is this, uh, I don't know his race, but he needs like a little like breather to, to breathe in air. He's a Benzite? Benzite, yeah. And he's got like a EDM like breathing thing that's got like <laughs> <laughs> rgb like lighting and it's it's really crazy and it, like there's weird like dry ice smoke it's like out of harmonica it. mount yeah yeah <laughs> he, he he auto-tunes he auto-tunes things everything yeah Yo, wesley <laughs> <laughs> Very sound, good. He sounds like the last Kanye album. And um and so uh he says he's uh Wesley's impressed. He's like Mordok, the Mordok? You invented the Mordok maneuver? And he's like, hey, yeah, did. Uh that's why I only have four fingers. Um <laughs> he didn't say that, I just made that up. But um so and and I it feels like Mordok is like cool. Like he doesn't seem like he's like, yeah, I build it. So like he's very like it seems like he's humble. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a mirror. Did I notice like he had the Cesar Romero thing going where he had the actor had the mustache under the, the makeup or is it just me that is it was that, more makeup underneath it? I don't I, it know. Look, it looked know. like he had like fang, like, like fangs come out of his nose or something. That's yeah, he has something like going additional on. little flappy flaps <laughs> underneath yeah, like yeah. a, a, like an overlip. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they just put a lot of skin flaps on his face and then call it a day. And that's, oh, okay. That's, okay. That's that's what a Benzite is. <clears throat> and this actor um went on to direct uh to be a TV director. He's directed Cougar Town, Blackish. He's directed a oh. bunch of TV stuff that you would know. Interesting. He even, he even directed the I think he directed the pilot to Rush Hour, the TV show that never that never went anywhere. Mm. He directed the the two part uh pilot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so all these people coincidentally yeah. um, and then, but then Will Wheaton went on to such a shame that show never got off the ground <laughs> such yeah. a shame yeah yeah yeah. yeah well. um, what else did Will Wheaton do exactly that's why I stopped <laughs> yeah 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 that's right he's technically right. done stuff it's just like it's such an unremarkable career after <laughs> you think you think it was it was because of, of Wesley Crusher Oh yeah, that followed him his whole life. Really? That's yeah, nice. like like there's no there's no way to it's, it's like how like he's probably the best like uh, like he could have ended up like what's his face who was Anakin when he was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah, his yeah. life was really ruined. He was life yeah. was fucking ruined. Even like Haley Joel Osment got kind of fucked up. A know? little bit. Like, yeah. But at and, least um, he gets to be Sora in any Kingdom Hearts game he wants. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, that that's always kind of sweet to know. Yeah, <laughs> good for that he, you. That Haley. he voices such a beloved character. <laughs> yeah, people want him back every time. Yeah, yeah. and then um, <clears throat> so we we get back to the 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 B plot line, mm-hmm. and old Dexter's like typing on his fucking iPad a bunch of notes, and he's he's kind of going and he's going and seeing like the day to day stuff with like. Mm-hmm. With Jordy, and then eventually, like, <clears throat> excuse me, and eventually, um, Riker shows up, and he's like, "Hey, can I help you, like, with something?" And and, and fucking, I I hate, I hate this mousy guy. And the mousy <laughs> guy's like, "I when I he's want intentionally to you, so annoying, yeah, well, such like, an asshole." They, like, they make him come off as like extremely, like, strangely prejudiced in his interactions with everyone. Like, he has <laughs> this like presumption that everyone is like doing something wrong or like that yeah, seems to be yeah. like his attitude all the time yeah even though by the end of it it doesn't seem like he should have no 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 um he he presumes everybody's guilty <laughs> but he also <laughs> has like a curly phone case like a red one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, what it kept looking like to me it's like and it even yeah. has like that flap that obnoxious like flap yeah yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you used to cover your screen and 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 uh and, he, and Riker's like can I help you with something and he's like oh I'll need to talk to you later in private. Oh. And I don't like that. And so uh Riker goes to see uh Picard and Picard's like hey what's going on? What's up with this fucking bitch ass fool? And Picard's like dude, he's just doing his job. I don't know. And and Picard, and Riker's like so what is he investigating? And he's like I don't know. I don't know who what he's doing. And Riker straight up asks him. He's like dude be real with me, dude. Or am I being investigated? <laughs> am I in trouble? Yeah, I'm in trouble. Like, like those uh, those girls, I... those those videos of those girls playing the harmonica. About, yeah. Totally illegal. Totally illegal. Yeah. Did, right. did did all of my sexual advances finally catch up to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, or, or, or did enough yeah. women finally speak up and say? I finally he's very found out the name of that series of harp harp lady videos, and it's Queen of the Harpies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> number fifteen. <laughs> Harpy's uncensored. Um, and so, and so, uh, Picard's like, dude, I can't tell. I don't know. First of all, I don't know. And he's like, if you did, would you tell me? Could you tell me? And he's like, no, bro, I can't no, tell bro. you, dude. 
uh, you're shit out of luck. And he's like, God damn it. This is so frustrating. I want to punch the fucking wall, dude. And he's like, Riker, this is exactly the type of behavior that I fucking love, dude. <laughs> That's why you're my number one. Yeah. I fucking love that fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he, there's a, this, uh, this, this caught my eye. I don't know why. Um, so as he's leaving the, the, um, the ready room where the fuck they're at. Um, he leaves and there's this extra with a really short skirt. And I'm like, why are they, why is she? There's on the- lots of extras. Yeah, every so often they, episode, it's, yeah. yeah. They just show up. I don't know why. It's Unless an official she, uniform of some she's kind. Not even, well, she's not even wearing like an official uniform. I think she's just wearing a weird, no, I think dress. I think it's a un- official uniform. If you look at the oh, original yeah, yeah, series, right, 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 if you look at the original yeah. series uh, uniforms for women, they were all wearing like dresses with short hems. Yeah, right. you think out. you think they'd want like they'd want like maneuverability like to fight if they need to or to, like. Well, I mean, there's no danger. You can't move your legs and pant yeah. legs. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's, it's better for kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. kicking. And um, also, remember, men have also worn skirts. In, true, true. In we this, see this later on today. Hi, kicking. Uh, um, so back to the A storyline and they're, they, the testing has started. It's a, it's a, it's, they're start, they've started the fucking SATs. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, it reminded me of the GREs because they're at computer stations. They just added like a Kaplan Institute. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's essentially what this is. This is like, uh, they just, it's just like a, a really run of the mill testing institute. And then the, the Chinese guy. <laughs> The Chinese guy reminded me, he's like doing like a George Takei impression or yeah, something. Yeah, almost yeah, intentionally yeah. it feels like. Because <laughs> he's, he's speaking very like clearly and deliberately. And Wait, he's but just like, what, was the actor guy's name Robert Ito? Because if it's Ito, then he's actually a Japanese guy, even though he played but, a Chinese guy. Yeah, because he introduced himself as Chang. Yeah, so, I am Tech um, Chief Engineer Chang or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. You hear Tack and you're like, wait a minute, is that a name or a title? Yeah, he was Robert. He is he is indeed Japanese. Why did they just not make him Japanese? I don't know. Maybe they- <laughs> it wouldn't Seriously. have changed a fucking thing. <laughs> they're like, ah, fuck it. <clears throat> um, and then and then so they're taking the test and they're they're all in these computer fucking computer stations and they all finish basically at the same time. They finish the test and they're going to take a break. And the the Vulcan girl, she bolts out of there. She wants nothing to do with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, old, uh, but she, Mo- she 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 gives him a, a Wesley a comment though, because because she she failed because Wesley and Mordock got it correct. Yeah, yeah. And then, but she couldn't get the answer in time. And then she she was like, "I wish I was as smart as you guys." Yeah. And Wesley's like, "No, no, I I have to study a lot to be good." At this. And oh, she's you're, like, you're talking about the the humanoid girl. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the uh, the Vulcan girl. Yeah, oh, the, you were talking about the Vulcan. Yeah, the Vulcan oh, yeah. girl like bolts. She's like, "Fuck yeah, it, she, I'm out." She basically talks once in the episode yeah. and basically does yeah. nothing ever yeah. again. So, and but the human girl, she's like, she's she gives him a compliment, like, "Hey, you, I wish you were smart as you." And then, of course, Wesley doesn't know how to talk to fucking humans. <laughs> uh, his all. Have you noticed that everyone who likes him, they're they're not human. That weird pedophile <laughs> wasn't human. <laughs> and this 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 Vulcan squid guy, he's not human either, and he likes him. So it says something about him. So the human girl's like, "Hey, yeah, I wish I was smart as you guys." And then Wesley's like, "Well, I'm not. I have to study a lot to, you know." Blah, blah. And then of course he fucks it up, and she's like, "Oh, yeah. Wesley, you fucking bitch ass! Now I'm not gonna let you try the maneuver on me." <laughs> um, and so um, she it, does it, say, if, "Like, if you weren't so cute, you would be obnoxious." Yeah, but yeah. he's not cute though, like so he is obnoxious. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> she was lying. Yeah. D- double what a liar. liar. <clears throat> yeah. And uh and so they're um the they they go I guess they go to lunch or something. Uh, I guess no, because Wesley ends up in the hey, they just holiday. say they're done for the day yeah. or something. So, and then yeah. yeah. Uh so uh next is a series of interviews that old dexter does with all the crew members oh that reminds me we we we, um glossed over a a moment of tension between Riker and uh remick where remick's like oh yeah yeah i want to talk to you and Riker's like not now remick i'm doing my duties late oh yeah yeah he yells at him so loudly yeah (laughs) oh well i mean with I guess he, he had the right to. Like, he's like, just because you're investigating doesn't mean the fucking world stops, you fucking bitch-ass fool. Like, you yeah. got your job um, to do. I got mine, yeah, fucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, now, like, there's some really great camera work with all these questions that uh, this Dexter dude's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when they cut away to, like, the questioning, each time they cut back, it's usually a different uh, yeah. crew member. Well, before yeah, that, like, he they, they interview, he interviews Riker, right? Yeah. In mm-hmm. the ready room. Yeah. And... If I'm uh, if I'm correct, this is the first time in the, the history of Star Trek we see the Riker maneuver. Yes, which is Riker, uh, uh, Jonathan Frakes. I've said, I said this before in the podcast. He he his back is hurt. Yeah, so it's difficult for him to like sit stand perfectly straight and to also sit down normally. Mm-hmm. So whenever he sits down, he has to like basically mount a chair like it's a horse. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like from behind so, like a saddle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's why this is he he like it's funny that the first time he does it, he's furious yeah. at this at this investigator I, I guy. Had for, so, I had forgotten so it looks about like a this. power move. Yeah. It looks like a it power does, move. It does, it does. I had forgotten about this. <laughs> I had forgotten about this fact. And I thought, man, I'm like, that's a baller move, dude. Yeah. It what seems cooler is if he would have flipped the chair and then like so he's like he's like straddling the chair backward. You know what I mean? Like so where you where you put your arms on top of the Which I think he does do sometimes in the series in it's general. A baller move, dude. Um, it, it was cool i think they almost looked like he was being like see look how fucking tall i am yeah like i, I will you... fucking kick you out of this fucking door dude <laughs> you fucking bitch ass um so he starts questioning people about different you start it kind of goes back to different things that they've experienced different mm-hmm. like missions different stuff. which is really cool all these and, callbacks and fact, that's yeah, something yeah. that you ricardo i think in a previous episode actually mentioned like why the hell isn't Starfleet yes. coming down on yeah. this vessel exactly. for all the yeah, bullshit yeah. they've already gone through? Yeah. And it's like, that's yeah. what it makes you think the investigation's about. It yeah. makes that's you think the I investigation is like, oh my God, they're finally trying yeah. to figure out why yeah. the Enterprise is so fucked up. Like, in a way, this <laughs> almost feels like a season finale, like a recap of all their adventures thus far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, let me tell you the ways you fucked up. Uh, and this, this is the first time that I know, well, that they show like a laptop. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. they're, they're showing this this laptop with all the the captain log the captain's log. Every single laptop is on a lazy Susan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's. This is a series of interviews that that Dexter does. So first he interviews Riker, then Jordy as Jordy's performing all these duties, mm-hmm. and he's trying to like he he's always trying to frame things to make he's the captain to look them. bad. Yeah, he yeah. always yeah. has asks leading questions and yeah, it, it, yeah, loaded and, questions as well. And he goes Riker, Jordy, uh, Deanna Troy, uh, and and Data, and Data, yeah, and they're all they're all they're all well edited together. And Beverly so, at the end, and Beverly, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's cool with Data, especially because D- Data goes, yeah, I'm an android. I cannot lie. 
I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. that was that's, so. So I'm gonna save that for later because that okay, one, okay. that one, that one was the last one he does. The um, last one he does is Crusher, I think, actually. And Crusher is the one where he gets too personal. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's furious with um, him. But yeah. the next thing you see, the next thing you see is uh, Wesley kind of like fucking moping around, looking at his PDA. Uh, uh, and and old. It looks like it looks like Worf was about to get busy with some ladies. In that, probably <laughs> holiday. And, like and he's like, "Oh fuck!" He's like, "Oh, you're here, boy." Uh, shit. And like, I disturbed uh, and, you. I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, I don't want to be alone." And it, this gets really. I was like, "Oh, where is this going?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and close and, the door. Yeah. Close. And he just wanted. He kind of just wanted someone to talk to. And he's he's talking about how he's worried about the psych test and because he's he's afraid like what what they're gonna turn basically they're gonna turn his deepest fears into the test. Mm-hmm. So he's really scared about this and. And Worf kind of, it, it's a really cool moment with Worf because you don't ever yeah. see them having a moment like together. It's like together. Worf's cool, like it's, it's his biggest character development so yeah. far. It's yeah, a really it's interesting been conversation. the very first too. time he's ever been able to like, um, he's like a mentor. Yeah. The counsel. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting scene. Like uh, yeah. there's, there's several times throughout this episode where like Wesley talks to people and they give him advice and like, it's a real, the, the, the title is very appropriate. It's very much coming of age. Like he, you know, gets his first like, is this his first encounter with like a girl that he's attracted to? Because it no, seems like uh, well, on yeah, screen. Well, he had the encounter with the naked girl in that fucking. Planet. Oh right, but he, but he, he didn't want to fuck her. He 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 was scared. Yeah, was like, Oliana, he was like, oh maybe maybe like, this is the time. Maybe we should go yeah, to that sexy yeah, planet. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then Worf. Uh, then Worf's conversation is really interesting. So I actually pulled it so we can uh, t- t- uh, listen to it and talk about it. How can they know what my deepest fear is when I don't? By analyzing your psychological profile. They were very accurate about everyone I tested with. Including myself. You? I thought there was nothing that could frighten a Klingon warrior. Only fools have no fear. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. I'm asking too many personal questions. It is very difficult for me to depend on anyone for anything. But especially for my life. But on the Enterprise, you do that every day. Everyone depends on everyone else to protect them. Yes. So you overcame it? No. It is still my enemy. Dang. I like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool... Uh, dive into what makes Worf funk. It's why he, it's, it's part of why he's so uptight. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. part of why he always seems uncomfortable. It's because like it, it from a we get more into this once we learn more about the you know Klingons and their their culture. But like they're very much like super abrasive and like you know they're just a bunch of bros basically, right? Yeah. So it's like it's it's really difficult for him to like properly fit in into something that's as like regimented and like er- based on trust that Starfleet is. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's an interesting thing for him to, to, to contend with. And yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, and, um, and then next you see, uh, the, the, the whole crew's on, on the bridge and they're conducting, you know, enterprise business. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the, the alarm goes off and there's the, they get an alert that there's an unauthorized, uh, person in the launch bay, mm-hmm. and they've taken a shuttle. Someone's taken a shuttle, and it's uh Kirk Sutherland, um, <laughs> and the, the asshole, yeah, the Jake Paul dude from the beginning. 
and basically he 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 you find out that like he was he was picked uh sorry uh wesley was picked over jake sutherland uh <laughs> uh for to go take the test so right. he basically failed and, and like he's got a lot of shame apparently yeah <laughs> which is weird for a white dude <laughs> Maybe or maybe is he like afraid his dad's gonna beat him up or something? Yeah, like, like he's like, uh, I, I, so he's like, I tell my dad that I joined a, a, a like a he's gonna go join some weird fucking truckers. Union yeah, he's gonna be yeah. a trucker. <laughs> he's gonna he just remind me something. I failed. Though. I failed at joining the military, yeah. so I'll become a trucker now. Like, it's <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, before we get too far away from it, I just remember that at the beginning of the episode when Wesley's like trying to console him, he says, yeah. only thirty two points." <laughs> out of what that's a lot yeah. of points <laughs> yeah, yeah. what if it's 40 like 32 out of 40 that's a lot of points my man maybe it's like a million <laughs> okay fine and he's only 32 fine. off even if uh, it's 100 like 32 out of 100 yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> you, you even see? on the SATs like like the difference between like 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 a 1600 and like you know like a like a 1550 it's still like a big enough difference that can make or break uh like college admissions that's like yeah yeah 32. i don't know about anymore i'm not sure sats are as relevant as they used to be yeah, no no no, no. They're, yeah. they're trying to they're trying to like de-emphasize it because you know colleges are more and more realizing it's stupid i don't I, so you there's two there's an sat one and then the, the second one right am i crazy it keeps changing. Okay. Um, so I so little backstory. I used to be an SAT uh, instructor oh, for God. Princeton University. Here we go. You've dude. seen a lot of Mordocks in your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like the 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 thing you eventually learn as an instructor you, is you that the SAT, basically like the whole point of the SAT is to get good at the SAT. Yeah. Not yeah. to like yeah. learn how to. I mean, that's a that's a dilemma yeah. that teachers have been contending with forever. It's like teach the test and not anything else. Yeah. Like, you know, what's the like, you know how like they used to they have an essay portion. That's why the SATs went from 1600 to 2400. And then they went back to 1600 because they got rid of the essay. You know why they got rid of the essay? Because it turns out that the length of the essay correlates to your score. Oh, God. Oh. All, all you have to do. It's just like not always. You can't just write just, gibberish. Just ramble sure, on. But I mean, like, like, you, you yeah. got to do it like Moby Dick, where you just got to talk like like five chapters about the rope, and not about the fucking <laughs> whale. No, that it literally. If you did that, as long as it was coherent, you would get a five. Like wow. we we literally this is we we did like a a fun like a jokey thing. Uh, we printed out a bunch of actual essays because the Princeton the the essay the College Board whatever they they print to give examples of what's fives and fours and threes and twos and ones, right? Mm -hmm. So we printed them all out and we hung up them on a wall so we can't tell which one's which, right? And then we said, from a distance, can you tell which ones are the fives, which ones are the fours, threes, twos, and ones? And we basically got it in completely right from a distance just by seeing how much text there was. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's... It's uh, bullshit. It's bullshit, dude. <laughs> uh, I think I... So I, I think... If I remember correctly, I uh, I got the money for the SATs, and I was going to take the SATs, and then I woke up late, mm. and then I took the money and I went to Red Lobster. Nice. <laughs> That's Never. a much better use of yeah. your food, dude. Oh man, especially when they're having their endless shrimp. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. The shrimp. oh yeah, dude. Oh, and those sweet, oh, sweet biscuits. <laughs> Uh, if you like the taste of shrimp and steak and those sweet, sweet biscuits, head on over to Red Lobster. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so so then uh, this kid's this Kirk Sutherland guy, he steals a shuttle. Yeah. And he's uh he's he's gonna join the truckers union <laughs> over in Cheddar Bay. Yeah. And it's funny because like Dex you start to see Dexter getting uh, like there's a quick quick look of Dexter where he looks like scared, like, oh fuck, what's going on here? This is a real thing. I didn't think real things were happening. <laughs> And uh, I've, I've never uh, experienced a real scenario before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and basically like, like, uh, Kirk's curse is going to take off and he, he's, he's bolting and, and the captain's very, like very calm. And he's like, yeah, we're going to figure this out. It's fine. And, and, and Kirk Sutherland's like, Hey, tell my father that I, that I'm sorry. And I love him. And he's like, no, you come back and tell him yourself. It's fine, dude. Bring mm-hmm. that ship back around at once. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, and, and Kirk Sutherland's like, oh god. And then you quickly see that there's shit going r- wrong with the ship, mm-hmm. and and like some f- sort of doogly do is going. Basically, wrong. Jake instantly fucks up the shuttlecraft. Yeah, which thus proving that he should never go to yeah. Starfleet. Yeah, <laughs> proving that he's <laughs> a <much>. failure. <laughs> and 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 the the ship starts to head towards this planet, and it's gonna crash. Yeah, and so he's panicking. Fucking Kirk Sullivan's panicking, and he's like, "Oh fuck, fuck! I'm gonna crash this shit. I've lost power." No. And then Riker comes up, and he's like, "Everyone's cool," and they're like, "Hey, uh, he's headed towards the planet, and he, he's gonna probably burn up." on re-entry yeah. <laughs> and and they, he has like 78 seconds to like to like figure it out and they 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 can't do the tractor beam mm. and they can't teleport him out of there and, they, and the, basically somebody says he's out of he's out of the transporter range and yeah. the first thing i thought about was like god damn it they can't send in jason statham <laughs> 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 somewhere in the background you see jason statham's like oh fuck Fuck, not even I can. Not even the, I can the, see <laughs> the depths of space yeah, for yeah. that far. He's out yeah. of my range, mate. <laughs> yeah. And so we got to start pulling some fucking Statham drops, dude. <laughs> I'll just pull some crank quotes and yeah, put them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and so um, old fucking Dexter is like, excuse me, I have you know that you just. I want to remind you, you're responsible for this boy's life, and I'm like, dude, you think. <laughs> Cat doesn't know you move out of the fucking way, dude. And even Captain Picard fucking yells at Dexter. He's like, e- either you're gonna help or you're gonna Yeah, get all he does is waste out of precious time. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's just sitting there around yeah. like pointing fingers at people instead of helping, and it's just really obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. And he basically tells uh the captain tells uh old fucking Dexter, hey, either get out of the fucking way and keep quiet or I'm going to have you fucking thrown out of here, dude, you fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> and, and right away, Dexter's like, oh, I don't want to get thrown out. I'm going to move out of the way. Um, <laughs> and so very calmly, the captain like walks him through, like figuring out how to like bounce off the atmosphere and come back very mm-hmm. calmly. Tells him to do these things and then jumpstart the car. He basically jumpstarts the car, puts yeah, it on yeah. second gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just jumps oh, it. It is definitely the equivalent of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets a little like like speed by getting sucked into the atmosphere a little bit. Yeah. And then he pops the clutch and then he takes off and yeah. he's he's out of range and he's great, dude. Yeah. And you see how calm the captain can be and how he saved this boy's life. And and even Riker's like, ah, ha, ha, incredible, Captain. Yeah. Uh, and and Dexter's why he's my captain. Yeah, Dexter's oh, I love Dexter's him so much. Dexter's smiling, and he's like, "How did you do it?" And and Jordy like tells him like he just built enough speed, bounce off the atmosphere, and and even Dexter's like, you could see Dexter's attitude change like yeah. right away. And so anyway, uh, back to Wesley. Mm-hmm. Wesley and the and uh, Mordock uh, are hanging out. And they're walking down a hallway, 
and they bump into this dude that uh, he's like looking for directions. He's like, Hey, where's the, um, I have a package for operations. Where the fuck is operations? Mm-hmm. And Wesley's like, Oh, down here, down, you know, room one Oh four. I don't know how he, Wesley knows. He just showed up to this fucking place. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he, and then this, this big old tall dude just walks straight into Wesley. He fucking shoulder checks him. Boom. And then, um, Wesley immediately goes, Oh, excuse me. And mm-hmm. he's being polite. And he's like, and then this big dude, he's like, dude, you're blocking my path, you fucking Bulgarian sludge rat. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and he's like, whoa, I, no need for fucking name calling, my man. I apologize, <laughs> dude. And then the whole, whole Mordok's like fucking frightened. He's like, oh, fuck, someone's going to get punched. I've, I don't want to be here. And, and then Wesley's like, dude, it was honest mistake. I apologize. Uh, and then uh, the 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 dude that's giving the test, what's his name? Uh, Chang, Chang, uh, yeah. Lieutenant Chang, yeah. yeah. Uh, Senor Senor Chang, uh, <laughs> he, he he rolls up and he's like, "Dude, what's up? What's going on?" And Wesley's like, "No, no, 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 sir, nothing's a problem." And then the older dude's like, "How dare you, you fucking bitch ass fool!" Uh, and then clearly he has like webbed hands. It's very, very obvious. Yeah. The big old honking webbed hand yeah. that he can barely move. <laughs> yeah. He's got a, he's got a, it looks like a bat in, his, in between his fucking hands, a flesh colored bat. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, he, he, Wesley looks down at him and looks at his hand. And he, he's like, you know what? Who do you think you're bullying, fucker? Uh, you bumped into me, you piece of shit, and you made the mistake. And if you don't walk out of here, I I'm going to get violent, my man. Yeah. He basically yeah. like fucking like stands up to him. And and the guy like gets a big old grin in his face and he's like, ah, friend, I like you. We are friends. I am from Bulgaria. Uh, and he walks away. He walks away and he's like, oh. And then and then old, old Mordok's like, oh, very strange reaction. And and Wesley's like, not really. He's like, see, when I saw him raise his hand, I saw that his hands was were, were webbed, and it's a sign of being a a, a Zeldian knight or something bullshit like that. And and then the and then Singer Chang's like, well, why did you become so like like hostile? And he's like, oh, those Zeldians, uh, they're infl- they're they're infuriated by courtesy. Like you got to be, fu- you got to talk down to those fuckers. Mm-hmm. Those fuckers <laughs> only get off when you're talking shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> they're ultra masochists. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They just like to be talked down to. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're definitely subs. Um, <laughs> they, okay, uh, the benevolent take is that they like to keep it real. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch yeah, of yeah. Donald Trumps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they just tell it like it is, bro. Uh, the, the, and the, the, the twist is that he was actually just a normal human with a mutated hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's a sub, uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, so uh, Senor Chang's like, man, like you handle it fucking well, like that's cool. And then Mordok's like, uh, was this into deliberate? And basically, he's like, hey, anything can be delivered here if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, and he's like, we wanted we wanted uh, you to see how you deal with other species, basically. And not all tests are are announced or, or or what they appear to be. So then we see the final interview with Dexter and Data. And mm-hmm. do you have this clip by any chance? Oh, I don't have the clip. You don't have okay. So basically, he tells them like, "Hey, you're a fucking you're a universal soldier. You're an android. Uh, tell me what t- figure this out. Where where are the anomalies in, in these captain reports?" And he's like, "There are no anomalies. Like everything is on there. If you want to look for something, it's there." It's very, very clearly labeled. <laughs> uh, yeah. The reports are all there. 
And he's like, no, there's got to be something that's wrong. And he's like, no, what but he basically says, like, you're trying to look for something and really you're the one who's wrong, not us. Yeah, you're, you. you've, you've approached this investigation with assumptions. Therefore, the only conclusion can be that your assumptions are wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we thought it was data. I'm looking at this now, and there's this cool cut where he's interviewing data, and then he turns the computer back around. And then when the when the scene cuts, mm-hmm. so like it, there's really good cutting in this, really good editing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It goes yeah. data, yeah, data, Dexter, data, Dexter. And then when it goes back, uh, when when he turns back the screen and the reflection, it's it's worth. Mm-hmm. and he you know it's really cool it's really well done i, yeah, I really yeah. dug it um and basically he's like hey you know like there's nothing wrong with the captain you're you're fine and then he interviews beverly crusher and he basically like like prods at her and he's like hey he basically wants to turn the fact that captain picard was responsible for her husband's death mm-hmm. against like her basically is like hey you just tell me what he's done like it must be very infuriating to work under a person that you know is, is responsible for your husband's death it's really well done this this scene it's it's i i haven't been so i understand when i watch these episodes that i'm i'm watching them through the prison of the late 80s and mm-hmm. i accept that but there's some things that when you when you look at like pieces of cinema whether it's from the 40s the 50s the stuff that stands out is because they're they're universal stories and the the themes and the 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 mostly the themes are very universal and they're still still relevant. Yeah. Even even and and this is this that type of writing that I like where it's like, man, like the directing, the editing, the like it's very relevant and it just I really enjoy this episode because of this because right. of the editing and the writing and the way like things people are prodded and it's really well done. Yeah, uh, and it's like it sticks it, out. It, like, despite the fact that the investigation is basically all a setup for, yeah, yeah, like a different plot that's not in this episode, like it's yeah. gonna be in a different episode, but like mm-hmm. it's just interesting that it's what's otherwise kind of a like a secondary or even tertiary like B story ends up being really well directed and interesting because of the way they're bringing up past events and it's interesting that way, yeah, yeah, and there's, there's like, all these nods to continuity that weren't really. Um, something the show had been doing a lot up till now. Yeah, and every character, like when is interviewed, has their own way of respond. Like, like, like uh, Jordy is interviewed. He's just flustered. Yeah, he's like, I, yeah. that's that's not like, that, but that's his personality. It's great. Like Riker's angry, you yeah. know, and like uh, Beverly Crusher is fine until he she realizes she's trying to be manipulated personally. Yeah, and then she goes, "Don't you ever fucking bring that up again." Like yeah. you can tell she's about to like. <laughs> yeah and, he, and but she never stops says, smiling like, but she yeah. has a very good delivery of yeah. like that's none of your fucking business dude she yeah, basically yeah. says that she's like hey my personal feelings towards the captain are are none of your business you fucking bitch ass and and it kind of it weirdly like it, it goes towards my theory that that uh mm-hmm. he fucked picard and George, uh, not Jordy, Jordy, <laughs> <Picard> son. <laughs> <laughs> that Wesley Crusher might be Picard's son. Um, and then that scene again transitions into the scene where they're the final interview with Picard, mm-hmm. and he's being prodded and prodded, and there's there's nothing that he gets from from. from well, he makes that big accusation about uh the fuck planet. With the, oh, with, yeah, the yeah. with the Edo. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, so you directly broke the prime directive there. 
And he's like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And then he makes the, he makes the assertion. Well, why did you go out of your way to save Wesley? Yeah. And then like, keeps he, prodding. He's like, like prodding my son, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, and it goes back to, and now then it goes back to the tests and they're, 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 te- they're, they're, it's one of the last few tests before the psych test and yeah. they're 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 hacking the planet i don't know what this is they're hacking like, the planet it looks dude. like 3d jazz ball yeah, yeah. Jazz ball. <laughs> oh damn you got and me then, marvin <laughs> that's a good one. Oh shit jazz ball mordok is like having a hard time and then wesley like wesley like basically like coaches him through it he's like yeah. re- relax you gotta loosen up baby do that maneuver you know about man uh and he's all it's all in the hips we know, we know all, all about your nimble fingers like, yeah you know, yeah. You know you don't we can yeah. do this yeah. and so he talks him through it and he beats wesley to it and the uh senior chang comes in and he's like hey <laughs> he hey um pf chang yeah. <laughs> oh my god dude god damn it <laughs> oh no <laughs> senior senior chang comes in god damn it we should we should clarify that you you're allowed to make that joke <laughs> Yeah, um, um, uh, well, am I? I'm I'm Korean. I don't know. If yeah, saying. actually, um, there there's additional politics to discuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Just, We're allowed I, to I, say. I, it. I, I was just thinking we'll about it. like the the South Park PF Chang's episodes. So I was just like, oh, Chang. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. so, um, Senior Chang is like, hey, you guys have an hour before the final test. Um, but but Mordock finished first. He gets some extra points. Mm. And Mordock, to to Mordock's credit, like he's like, no, Wesley helped me. Like if Wesley hadn't helped me, he would have won because he he stopped down to help me. And <laughs> yeah. and um, but then Chang like, goes like, nah, oh. dude, he he also messed up these uh, some other ways. Don't yeah. worry about but, it. But yeah, Chang, yeah. Wait, Chang yeah. does go. He made a very interesting choice to yeah. help him, yeah. which makes me think. Starfleet goes, oh, you helped them. We're not about helping. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no, no. You, 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 it's every man for himself. We're about personal excellence, yeah. not teamwork. Yeah. Like and in some so, other like movie or show, it would have been like, you stopped to help them. And yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, test. Yeah. You are the yeah, only one who literally, stopped and passed. That's literally the <laughs> crux of the of of the the hero entrance exam in My Hero Academia. Exactly. Where, where like, <laughs> he he fails everything except the actual act of saving people. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then mm-hmm. Wesley is actually punished for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then next you have the scene with the admiral and the the conclusion of the investigation and Picard. And uh, in this scene, basically, Dexter's like, hey, after my whole investigation, I've concluded that everything's fine here. Everything's all fine and dandy. And the Admiral's like, oh, okay, that's what I fucking thought. Cool, 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 cool. And, uh, and then and Dexter, in a weird twist at the end, he says, hey, hey, uh, Picard, uh, my tour as inspector, in the inspector general's office is up <clears throat> in six months. And when I'm finished, I, I, he basically so like, this is, this is where I'd love to serve basically. Yeah. I'll have him. Yeah. It's and, such and a huge 180. I know. I know. Um, but also at the end, it, at the end, it, it really, so I hated him in the beginning, but at the end, it did show me like that. I know the questioning was weird, but like, that's kind of how you have to be a detective, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it just, you have to roll that way well something that i'm mm-hmm. picking up on now is that like when he what he tells the admiral is like i'm sorry sir i couldn't find what you asked for 
And it's almost as though, like, like I said that he was strangely prejudiced earlier. And it seems almost as though it was the Admiral himself who said, like, okay, I'm sicking you on this ship with the assumption that something fucky's going on. Yeah. And investigate Picard and find some shit on him for me, please. Yeah. Even though he kind of thought that it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't result in much, but he felt like he had to do it in order to, like properly yeah. vet the situation i I, yeah. I i fall under uh, under that uh that thought process as well like like it, it like you have to you he had to like push him that way so he would yeah. go extra hard yeah so like, basically oh, you right, right yeah yeah so point extra is, is like <laughs> wants to join the crew eventually in six months and the admiral's like hey Sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> like, anyway, uh, don't worry. I think it was just I too bad, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's like, look, yeah. uh, I think some shit's going down. Dude. Went too far. Some some deep shit's going down in 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 uh, the Starfleet, and I think that I don't know if it's from within or f- from outside forces, but I just had to be very careful with this. And basically, says I want you to, I want to promote you to admiral, and I want you to start teaching, like go back to go back to Starfleet Academy and start commanding that mm-hmm. uh, i want you big, to lead big... a school for gifted children yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah basically oh man oh what if but he had just said like break your legs <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna bring in bane and he's gonna break your back we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh deflect a bullet with magnetism <laughs> into your spine yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> So, so the next because Star because Star Trek aliens are basically mutants, right? yeah. Like, oh, totally, totally, like totally. Vulcans can mind meld, yeah. You know, like yeah. like Klingons are super strong, like you know, yeah. like they're basically mutants. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> and, time yet, though. It wasn't time. Yeah. And next comes Wesley's last test, which is a psych test. And as he's about to go into this weird room, um, with Senior Chang, uh, exiting his Mordok, and Mordok is like he comes out and he's shaking. And he looks like he's burned. <laughs> he looks like like they waterboarded him and they tortured him. Yeah, he looks like he wasn't like scared. He looks like they tortured him. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, they're like, motherfucker, where the fuck is Bin Laden? And he starts pulling his fucking fingernails and shit. Oh um, my god, it's just like like zero dark thirty. Oh no, oh, no. Uh, I know, dude, but I had to go there. Oh. Uh, and so so he comes out and he's he's fucking traumatized, dude. Mordock's yeah. never going to be the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and then like he asks Wesley asks are you okay and Mordock like, replies I will be <laughs> I will be in like five years after therapy he'll never be able to employ <laughs> the Mordock strategy again <laughs> never never <laughs> the Mordock maneuver can yeah <laughs> his little Mordock's forever destroyed and so Wesley goes into the room and Senior Chang is like hey your your test is about to start good luck and he and he bolts out of there and Wesley's left there for like a good minute. And no yeah. one's there. And then he hears a huge crash. And he comes out of the room and there's nobody there in the hallways. It's empty. And yeah. he follows the 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 yells and the, the noises. Yeah. And it leads him to this room. And Do you but did you notice, by the way, as he's running through the corridors? Like they couldn't get super long corridors like it's supposed to be in a school. Mm-hmm. So they just did like matte paintings. Yeah. But yeah. they're clearly just paintings. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
It reminds me of like ti- like Toontown in Disneyland. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? We're like, oh boy. <laughs> this room's really small. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, They're clearly in like a tiny set. But they have to paint it longer. And so he opens up the room and like this nitrogen tank has like cracked open. And there's an old dude with like a thing over his legs, and there's a young it's an old priest and a young priest. And <laughs> and the young priest he like he goes like Wesley goes in there and pulls this thing. He uses all his might and he pulls his tank off of this old man. Yeah, and then the young guy's like crying and, and dude, these. So for it, this being an act, which you later find out, these mm-hmm. these these crew members of Starfleet are really good actors. I wonder if they're they're actors in yeah. this in this universe. Yeah, they're they're acting lieutenants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he helps and pulls the old man uh, out of the room, and th- there's a countdown. Like, oh, yeah. the the thing will seal off in ten yeah. seconds and twenty, and it, so it's, there's a countdown, and he can't help the the younger man. Well, the young guy is like he's just he's like, a little too crazed. He's almost he's a little too far. It's yeah. yeah he yells yeah. angrily at him. It's like Wes is like, no, you can definitely make it through this. He's like, I'm I going can't. through it right now, very slowly. Yeah, yeah. with it's this not old killing guy, me. you can help me, but you're not. It's fine. Fuck it. And, but I'm he out. yells at him. No, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I have like, to keep grabbing this pole. Yeah. So so <laughs> he saves the old man, and and then the test is over. And you find out that's a test. Yeah. And it's basically a theoretical test, and the test was basically his fear. The thing they used against him was was yeah. the fact that like old Picard had to had to make an ultimate decision that eventually killed his father, and mm-hmm. so Wesley had to go through that as well because that was like his psychological yeah worst fear, which is fucked up. Yeah, this yeah. is like, round yeah. two of uh, this, I was just a prank, bro. This is yeah. this is a fucked up thing, and to that's do why to, <laughs> you don't teach lessons. <laughs> this is a fucked up thing to do to a child because, like, they yeah. they do this and then they go, "That was a test, well done." It's like, no, you okay? So just to put it in perspective, there, there's a. Uh, I think I told you about the YouTube channel Vsauce. So he made a, a YouTube original show called Mindfield, uh-huh. and they did an episode about the trolley problem. Do you guys know what the trolley problem is? Yes. Yes. Okay, so just to just to quickly um, go over it, yeah, for listeners, basically, uh, a trolley is approaching like a junction in a track, right? If you leave the track alone, uh, it'll run over five people, right? But if you switch the track to another tr- the, the trolley to another track deliberately, it'll only deliberately as a choice, it'll only run over one person. So would you pull the lever and you know? The, the prevailing wisdom is that a lot of people would weigh the decisions and go, yes, but how many people would actually do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what Vsauce did in Mindfield was uh, he uh, decided to actually run the experiment. But the only way they could do it is that they made them really believe they were going to have someone run over or not. Ugh. And after it happened, they had to come in, debrief them, like help them understand this was fake and like, basically have a psych psychologist come in and like talk it through with them and shit like that. Right. So this is basically the same thing. They just put Wesley who's a 15 year old, by the way, he's not an adult through a traumatic experience (laughs) and basically went good job. And then they don't really help him out. And you failed (laughs) and you failed. (laughs) And you failed. failed, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Here's the thing you want to, you want, you want me to solve your fucking stupid ass trolley problem? (laughs) 
you fucking send the transporter in there and he blows up the goddamn trolley. He kicks it off the track. Yeah, dude. He's like, fuck your trolley, mate. Poof. No problem now. Um, no one gets killed except to the fucking people on the trolley. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The people on the trolley. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot. Uh, um, he so, didn't have to kill them. But he... <laughs> but he it was just it was just out of pure pleasure. Uh, so so the test is over, and you find out that Mordok won, uh, and that's it. He won. Yeah, and he even Mordok even says like, "Hey, I think I think we should we should check this out because like Wesley helped me, and like, and he's like, Nah, bro, uh, he'll have a chance next year. Don't worry, yeah. you're you're Don't going, worry. you're going to, you're dude, go- you're the inventor of the Mordok maneuver. Yeah. You're gonna get in no matter what. Yeah, yeah you should have. You need, to- yeah." You and, need to get in here yeah. and show us this maneuver. I thought yeah. you were yeah. already a, a cadet in the ca- in yeah. the academy. <laughs> yeah. And so this this old four year old alien is like, <laughs> dude, thanks a lot. And then like Wesley's like, dude, you deserve it, dude, because he's a first yeah. Mordok. He's a first Gulag man. To- <laughs> Gulag man. <laughs> <laughs> To be to be uh, in the in the Starfleet, so he's like he's like kind of like Worf, like where he's like he's yeah, un- in charge yeah. of territory. So the Gulag man's like, hey, yeah, 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 cool. Um, I would definitely have helped you too if, you, yeah. if it was to me. It, well, it's cool because it it directly mirrors what happened at the beginning of the episode where yeah. Wesley was like consoling um fucking mullet guy right yeah and this yeah. time now mordok is consoling wesley and yeah. like it should have been you know and it's like mordok's it's like mordok's like hey you want to hit on my fucking joint <laughs> my vape dude pen. i was high the but whole I, time yeah. <laughs> like, i tell people this think, is oxygen but it's just yeah, you <laughs> read. yeah. <laughs> it's just a vaporizer going at all times yeah <laughs> He's like, you know, you know, the time where I couldn't solve that fucking that goobly god problem. So high, I wasn't high at all. That's why I need I needed your help. But (laughs) once they kicked back in, I was fucking good. Yeah. Um. So anyway, everyone congratulates him, and they're like, hey. And then, um, um, Oliana or her her name is. He's like, hey, hey, you bitch. Uh, you better be ready next year because I'm coming for you, Wesley. Even though Um, I failed the first test. Yeah. 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 Um. So everyone leaves, and 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 it's all. It's all fine, dandy. And the next thing you see is is uh, is Captain Picard, and he's got his um his long shirt on, mm-hmm. his dress, yeah. And and he bumps into uh, Kirk Sutherland. It's so and, tight, it's yeah. so tight on his chest. Mm-hmm. It's very. And basically, he has this moment with Kirk with Kirk Sutherland where he's like basically like. <laughs> It shows him how he's how he is a good captain. Where he's like, "Hey, yeah. don't worry about it. It's fine. We're gonna you're you're gonna fix the shuttle, yeah, and that's gonna be your punishment." And like, cool. I think I think it's doing two things. It's one, it's like being like he's a good captain, but also if he wants to influence the next generation, he could do it. Huh, the next generation, uh, uh, he can he can do it here on while still being captain. Yeah, yeah. well, pulling and, a maneuver, if you know what I mean. Right, it's like <laughs> Dr. Beverly Crusher. Hey-oh. <laughs> yeah, like, um, and this is during the, the portion of the episode where he is trying to mull over the decision of, yeah. you yeah. know, the offer he was given of becoming the commandant of yeah. the, which, which, the Professor which Xavier School like, for Gifted Children. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, which makes me think, like, if he hadn't bumped into old Kirk Sutherland, would he have 
have changed his mind and, and like agreed to it? Or did, um, like, who knows? Because it's, it's like a one-two punch. Because as soon as he gets yeah. done with this guy, he then he uh, was, talks to Wesley and has another moment of like, "Hey, I'm doing pretty good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, Crusher, Wesley Crusher is like, "Hey, I'm not going to that to the gentleman's ball or wherever the fuck you're going with that dress. <laughs> uh, I, I failed. I failed you, man. I yeah. I, I failed. The, I'm not getting into the academy. I'm a fucking failure, yeah. dude. It's a. It's I a got good, beat like, by a guy who was fucking high as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good like almost uh because picard is often harsh on wesley but this is like a good like father figure moment he yes. has with him where yeah. so i pulled Which this proves, quote as well proves that it's his dad <laughs> i failed captain i didn't get into the academy i failed you and i failed the enterprise ridiculous did you do your best yes when you test next year, and you will test next year, do you think your performance will improve? Yes. Good. The only person you're truly competing against, Wesley, is yourself. Really then you're not disappointed? <laughs> Wesley, you have to measure your successes and your failures within. Not by anything that I or anyone else might think. But, um, if it helps you to know this, I failed the first time, and you may not tell anyone. You? You failed? Yes, but not the second time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's just like you're definitely competing against others <laughs> well <laughs> that well, was the whole crux of the test i mean like the 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 overall life advice though is is, is broader than yes that, overall life like, advice for sure yeah, you're yes, zeroing yeah. in on a very specific point but but if, if it's literally about the test that you're literally competing. <laughs> yeah in this particular test. instance you are in direct competition with others however your performance in a competition against others is still something that you should uh assess internally that's true. That's also true. Yeah. Wesley, you piece of shit. You failed me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, they walk away in a, in a shareable, uh, shareable, in a, sh- in a shit, <laughs> shit, um, a shit example of, uh, of bad ADR. Uh, he, he says, I have to disappoint an old friend. Yeah. Let's yeah, get out of here. Yeah, um, yeah. And you could tell they added it. Yeah. Post. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good line though. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. That, that lets yeah. them skip the whole scene. And, 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 really scene, not, yeah. and the next thing you see is, is him saying, Hey, I appreciate the offer, uh, but I will not, I don't want to break my fucking back. I'm not ringing. Or my legs. <laughs> too yeah. young. Yeah. Um, I it's still, not worth becoming paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to break my neck or my back or my legs. Nothing. Still got a good Nobody's touching these babies. years left. Yeah, yeah. I still got to go fuck Dr. Crusher. So. Uh, Crush so, Crusher. Yeah. So he. Smash Crusher. Yeah. He uh, he lets the admiral leave, and the the admiral's like, ah, don't don't pay attention to that stuff we talked about. Maybe I'm just old, and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, you fucking old man, yeah. <laughs> piece of shit, dude. I put you through yeah. tons of stress for no reason, yeah. old friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and he goes back to the bridge, and Wesley is sitting in Jordy's seat. And he, uh, the captain gives uh, Wesley some some uh, some coordinates, and he punches them in. Is he, that the first time he drove the ship? Is that the first time Wesley yeah. has helm? I feel like I don't remember him being at helm before that. Maybe not. 
Yeah. Then, yeah. So maybe that's how Picard's also like kind of like make him feel better. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, kid. Uh, that seems against you regulation. The ship, dude? He's not even a real <laughs> cadet, and he's in at the helm of a of a yeah. Federation starship. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Wesley well, that was still always being the, fucking Wesley. Yeah. That was always a fan like you know like complaint is that like the, he's driving the ship like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hate that i hate that dude. i hate that um i'll i'll jump in because i'm hot with these informations i i enjoyed this episode i was very surprised i think this was a high point in the season um even though it was a wesley episode i still enjoyed it and yeah. and i want i can't wait for next year so he goes back there and he tries to maneuver on that lady uh, <laughs> who will be uh, you know a, an adult and she'll be you know robbing the cradle because uh, it seems like it seemed like she was older than him that's those yeah, are my yeah, observations yeah. uh so anyway i will give it a whew, i still want somewhere to go so i'm gonna give it a seven and a half Seven and a half. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I I think it's not much of a coincidence that this is the first episode Gene Roddenberry was not the showrunner. <laughs> okay. Uh, all all the episodes before this, Gene Roddenberry had in some way been in charge of the writers' room, and I think it shows because a lot of those episodes are pretty bad. <laughs> um, Would he ever like this come when- back, or is he just out of no. the picture now? So the story is that uh, Maurice Hurley, who is, he was like a producer on the show, I think, in general. Um, he was he was realizing that the 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 show's writing was like just tanking, like it was just not doing well under Gene Roddenberry because Roddenberry was just like dicking around, not really doing anything. So he strongly suggested and personally paid for a holiday uh, for Roddenberry and his wife to go on a vacation. <laughs> just so they and could sneakily when, do way better than any one ever yeah, knew. Yeah. So so they so so then they had like a quiet gentleman's agreement that he would just run the show while he was gone. Mm. And then when Roddenberry came back, he was like, "Ah, you just keep doing it." Well, good. <laughs> then, uh, then the the show got better because it's not Roddenberry anymore. I mean, uh, as much as he's cool for starting the series, he's not a great writer for at least for tng he's got rotten berries what are you talking <laughs> about he had all the details about the the length and weight of ferengi penises yeah <laughs> detail detailed stuff and why they world use them, building they use them where they use them i would give this episode like eight and a half i think it was really good world building uh probably the best use of wesley as a character so far Cause, well, because um, he just gets to be a sounding board for other people to have like cool advice moments and stuff. And he's he like like it's I, I like coming like the episode's literally called Coming of Age, and I I, I do literally Hello. like coming of age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do literally like coming of age stories like Bill Dung's Romans. I think they're like good stories to tell, and it makes sense for Wesley to finally get a story where he's like learning life lessons and he's growing up and he has like took you long enough buddy yeah like he's i I thought it was pretty funny that the thing he was worried about most was the psych evaluation because they're like oh my god they're gonna discover oh that reminds me like earlier in the episode (laughs) when he first calls it a psych test to to chang chang like seems to be like really offended for for some reason fuck you dude yeah sure you could call it a fucking psych test well we prefer to call it a psychological evaluation expression like darkens it's like what the fuck do you say bitch 
I want to see like a Ichuma Matambien type movie <laughs> where like Wesley and and and, and uh, Kirk Kirk Sutherland go on a road trip and with like Deanna Troy or something and like <laughs> which yeah, yeah and like you know they 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 uh, they go on this discovery journey you know yeah. it's a road trip but they discover this it gets really something about themselves yeah. and something about each other yeah um, uh, yeah. yeah dude yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is just also just to uh, circle back around to the, to the Starfleet Academy. Like they have a history of just like, first of all, this doesn't make a lot of sense. This test. Cause it's like, we, we, he showed in the fear. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, now they're like, okay, come back next year. <laughs> How the fuck do you do that test again? That's not possible. Like all, you, well, your psychological wonder, profile if, updates wait, and you have a new fear every year. But then you're expecting well, some sort of crazy shit to happen, right? So we, did, every, we didn't we didn't see Oleana or the the Vulcans uh, test. Maybe th- that was their second year, and they didn't have to do it because so they, they just already. do it once the first time. Yeah, after no, that, they're no, like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. But like, but Star Starfleet has a history of giving fucked up tests for this, like like the like the Kobayashi Maru test, which is like a it's famous because it was in uh, Wrath of Khan. When you mentioned it, and it's like, and it's also it's in the Jajabrams in some shape or form as well, right? But in a completely different, well, that in that context, it's actually closer to the context of fear in this episode because in the J.J. Abrams version, it's supposed to be like a test of fear, or like, but it's supposed to be like, how do you react when you can't win, right? Well, that's the original, uh, like Star Trek Wrath of Khan version. Where the Kobayashi I thought the Maru had the same general premise, but the issue was that Kirk hacked the test so that he could actually win. No, they hack it in both times. Oh, okay. So both in both instances, he hacks it because though. So the the whole point of the Kobayashi Maru in Wrath of Khan was supposed to be that Kirk is just is completely like unwilling to lose, no matter what. Even when presented with a test that's literally about how to handle a losing situation that you cannot possibly win, he literally just cheats to win. He doesn't care. And the whole point of Wrath of Khan is that as he grows older, he has to learn how to contend with things that are out of his control. You know, like he has a failing eyesight. That's why he needs glasses, even though uh, and because he has this condition in the future where um, he can't just use laser surgery or something to fix his eyes. So. Yes, to wear Doctor glasses. says he's got a bacchiotomy. <laughs> he's got space and it's like, myopia, and that's a that's the theme yeah. of Wrath the Con. Like, like spoil. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it because we're dude, think, no spoilers, dude. Yeah, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> well, because well, 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 some people haven't seen Wrath the Con, and it's a very good movie. But like, there is a a big sacrifice made at the end that Kirk has no control over, and he has to learn to accept it. True, that's this yeah. the same metaphor as with the Kobayashi Maru in the J.B. Abrams version. It's just he has to be a, learn how to deal with fear, which is like a bit more shoehorned. Like it just seems like they just mentioned to Kobayashi Maru just to be like, Hey, remember that thing from at the con we're in this thing too. Cause that's, cause that wasn't Kirk's problem in that movie. That well, was it wasn't as thematically movie. like, um, it, it wasn't meshed, appropriate but, thematically. Yeah, but yeah. I, I do think that they tried to at least explain it the same. Well, they tried to explain it. Like, 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 uh, Spock literally says, oh, it was designed to, uh, see how people deal with fear. And it's just like, eh, I mean, it's a fucked up test. <laughs> yeah. Ba- basically, this is all just to say Starfleet Academy has a bunch of fucked up tests that probably creates a bunch of fucked up, like, officers 
and then they put them in the surface. So I don't know. It's probably not the greatest thing to do. Dan, what did you think about the episode? I, well, like as everyone else here did, like it, since you colored it as a Wesley episode, I was like, oh man, I hope it's not actually a Wesley episode. And it kind of was, but wasn't. And mm-hmm. so um, I was pleasantly surprised. I was also impressed by those editing tricks and the writing and the character moments and all that other stuff. So yeah. I, uh, well, I'm going to uh, sit in the middle between you guys. I'm giving this an eight. Okay, cool. Yay. It's a good episode. Yeah, it was a pleasant and surprise. I, yeah. I feel like this might be where the series begins to turn around and get starts to get better and better. Um, well, it, this the yeah. season finale of, of season one is kind of a doozy. It, it's just a but, yeah. I, I, <laughs> like it, I, and at this point, I don't even remember how it's a doozy except for one particular bit. Like I'm, I'm curious yeah, to see it, how, what I think of it now. It's weird because we'll get to it when we get to it. But the series finale of this of this first season implies uh, an overall villain that never ends up happening. True. So, so it's just it's just interesting. But anyway, that was coming of age. Uh, next week we're gonna be watching Heart of Glory, uh, which is uh, a Worf centric episode, just fucking awesome because Worf is fun. It's fun when we see more Klingons and they do so bullshit. Yeah, so- <laughs> Klingon bullshit's actually pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, because you, you just you just get a bunch of Klingons growling at each other, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this so uh, this was an episode of Newbie Star Trek. If you want to see more, you can go to newbiestartrek.com. That's n e w b i e startrek.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, to search for Newbie Star Trek. Also, we have another podcast. It is called the Fugitive Frames Film Podcast. And that's a podcast where we choose like a film topic, like horror or video games or like uh, a director. And then we just list the movies from them that we like the most and uh, discuss them kind of like we do now. If you if you like the way we kind of bullshit and talk about tangents and stuff, uh, that podcast is a perfect example of us doing that. Only that it's not and all about fu- Trek. No, it's 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 all about everything. It's 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 the most variety. T- Varietized of of the of the the entertainment podcast. Would so varied be the word for that? I don't know. Varied, yeah, varied, varied. Yes, yes. So you can find that at fugitiveframes.com. And uh, if you like us bullshitting, but want to hear it over games, <laughs> uh, how about how about it's you? Just uh, different flavors of it. bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all flavors of bullshit. That's basically our product. It's bullshit. <laughs> you can. Hey, you can, uh, at least you yeah, don't pay for it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can uh, go go over to our YouTube channel, Fugitive Games, uh, which you can also find if you just go to fugitive.games as a URL. And uh, basically, it's a Let's Plays. Uh, we've been streaming a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we do reviews and discussions. Um, I'm personally trying to work on some video essays, but scheduling is weird. So um, things are coming, uh, you know. And, you know, yeah, uh, I think by this point, we will have just started our Batman The Enemy Within LP, which has been a buttload of fun already with just the first episode. Yeah, because uh, like the writing in that game is actually pretty good. Yeah, like Telltale's take on Batman is definitely from people who are huge fans of Batman and want to do big twists. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, the the way they decide to interpret it. And also, um, I guess we could just say it up, whatever, in the podcast. We're uh, we're going to be playing L.A. Noir 
um, as our next LP after that, uh, which I'm looking forward to a lot. It's been a while since I've uh, stepped into shoes of Cole Phelps and walked around doing detectives. It's basically detect like 50s detective simulator of the game. Yep. Like it's 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 very like procedural and very like we gotta do things step by step and find and clues. It's kind of got elements like of that. like the uh, like the Phoenix Wright games and that you're collecting evidence and trying to use it against people at the right time, but a little more freeform than that. Yeah, but you also get to punch and shoot people. Exactly. Which <laughs> and also watch oh, yeah. watch overly elaborate facial animations that don't quite match up with their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is he lying? <laughs> I think he's lying. He's like and then you you just press and Cole Phelps yells at this poor lady. Yeah, it's like, eh, I'm not sure I believe that. And then Cole's like, You did, you fucker. Just, ah. You raped him, didn't you? Ah. <laughs> That's not even the crime you accused me of earlier. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you can find that on, on YouTube, Fugitive Games. Uh, but yeah, uh, next episode, we're going to be watching, uh, that, that, uh, the, the, the fucking Klingon episode, Heart of Glory. It's going to be a lot of fun because Klingons are just going to do a bunch of shit. Worf will, Worf will probably yell at the sky at some point. Yes. Um, <laughs> either that or, you know, uh, evaluate the quantity of honor within a thing. <laughs> yes. There will be an evaluation of honor <laughs> at some point uh, this episode. Uh, but, but in the meantime, uh, this has been Newbie Star Trek. Thanks for listening to us uh, and, and having a good time with us. I hope you've been having a good time. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. See you. Later, guys. hoo Al Pacino, you're back. <laughs> Do you want more drugs? I'm back. I'm looking for that vaporizer from the <laughs> Gulag Man. Ha, 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 ha.